be fine. This might be the way we, we do it. Well, I mean, if I get a webcam, then our problems go away. Yeah, that would be a little nice. I just need to get off my tickets and get a webcam. <laughs> the way you said it, dude. <laughs> Can't be replicated. I would never be able to do it again. Get off my tickets. I just gotta get up my tickets and go get it. You know? It's like no vowels. <laughs> get up my tickets. <clears throat> yeah, I said it like that. It's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool to do that. It's cool to do that, my man. Are you, uh, are you excited for the Oscars? Nope. Why not? <laughs> Don't you suckle at the teat of Hollywood. It honestly was the worst week when I lived in Traffic was a fucking bitch. Wow. Wow. Life is hard. Life is hard. Life is hard for, for my boy. For the working man. Working man, hard life. Working man, hard life. Working man, hard life. No, I'm cool with not seeing. With seeing AOC like skirt her responsibilities and just wear like a dress that says "Tax the Rich." It's like, bitch, you're the rich. How about that? That was. That was the. Uh. That was the Met Gala. Doesn't my guy. Same old shit. <laughs> same shit. The Met Gala is not the same as the rich Oscars. people shit. It's it's an art thing. Whatever. It's it's horse shit. It's it's, a, it's an excuse for rich people to jerk each other off. Oh, you're what? so good. Oh, you're so fucking good. These pennies are so flat. No, you're what? right. Oh. You're right. You just caught me in a in a in a in a um idiotic rant you're right it was the Met Gala it wasn't the Oscars I thought it was, it was the Oscars where you're supposed to dress like a camp you're supposed to like dress, wear ridiculous clothes yeah exactly but the same thing so. happens at the Oscars right they still dress like really weird so you know uh yeah sure I, I think that's a or fun part of it I, I like that same part. thing about Grammys where it was like I don't the Grammy no, you want to get yeah. me hot under the collar we start talking about the Grammys I hate the Grammys. talk it do it hot it well, I, wanna, I don't I, have I, anything I wanna, I'm putting a heater on your neck like giving it to your collar I, I don't there's never been a time in my life where I've cared about the Grammys because they've they've it's horseshit so y- yes I would okay so uh, this is not like this, this is not like, like a scorned no. Yeah, well, yeah. first off, it's like the Grammys didn't cover music I liked like ever growing up. I mm-hmm. mean, I think there there have been a few times where like like obviously the very famous time where Arcade Fire won and then the backlash was like we don't even know this band. That was like the big the big news story like the right. next week was how did this band win and no one's ever heard of them. Obviously, that's not really the case anymore, but mm-hmm. it was like you know, so that that, that kind of stuff that can made happen, me laugh because I'm like, well, if you knew anything about decent music, you know who they were. Here's the thing: if you weren't listening so to Black I Eyed just Peas wanna, at the time, you know. I just want to uh, like, I like the Oscars because I like movies. Yeah, but the, the movies they pick are terrible. That's not true. That's what I'm here to say. Okay, there are times like it's. It's it oscillates in a much more reasonable 
way than the, like the Grammys are. It's so rare that some like actual like great artist gets featured in the Grammys. That's not like insanely popular. Like the 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 divide, the class divide in music is so much more brutal than it is in movies. I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Like. And so, like, I mean, there are good years and bad years for the Oscars, but I think, like, most people who, like, really love movies will acknowledge that, like, the Oscars are still kind of fun because, like, good movies are acknowledged. And that's why I get mad. Uh, maybe not the mad. That's why I get annoyed when I, when it's, like, like, the whole thing this year. For the Grammys or for? There's, yeah, for, no. I, I have, I, I feel like I've said... I have nothing even to more to yeah. to say about the Grammys because I I couldn't care like less less about them. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not even possible. Yeah. The Oscars are there's all all the all the like uh like it's super self-serving. It's super like like celebrities are annoying. Like all that stuff is totally true, but at the same time, it's like movies are awesome. Like movies are special and like good movies are really special. So it's cool when like you get to watch, I mean like, dude, I, I will, I will pull up clips of Oscars from 2019 and watch like, you know, like when Parasite won. And like it was such a bit, it was just such a, like an emotional thing. Like you just see like how surprised everyone was and how happy everyone that was. That movie and- was probably my like that movie was so good that even me, like a person that I wouldn't consider myself like a critic of movies. I think honestly, I don't. I don't have enough knowledge in the craft to know what makes it good or not. But that movie, like, that movie destroyed me. Like, it, it, it really resonated with me for a really long time. And that was when, like, Jerry and I first started dating. And she was like, we should go see this. <clears throat> and then you were like, dude, it's, like, the best movie that's been released in the last, like, however many years. And I was like, all right, well, let's go check it out, babe. And I couldn't even talk for, like, a little, I just was like, god damn. Yeah, this, this is a wonderful movie. Sorry. I, anyway, that's no, that's I so totally stupid. Like, this, that's, this, this is this is my this my is the podcast, reaction. You know, like this is the reaction that that movies mm-hmm. can can make you feel that way. Music can also do that, but music that's featured on the Grammys is so rare that that it's music that has that effect. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Now maybe there's people who are very like who who for whom mainstream music really appeals, and maybe they get a lot out of Grammys because it, it is. You know, if if Beyonce is the artist that moves you, or I mean, I'm not, I'm not even trying to single people out. I'm just trying to say, like, there are artists right. that I don't particularly like or listen to that some people have a huge connection to. In which case, I can understand it. That's that those sort of award shows doesn't that bother what you? amounts to a trade show can just be meaningful. You doesn't know, that but it's not you? to me because does it bother me? Yeah, no, that people like that get all, like all the attention and all the guts, all the glory it bothers and all me the money. that that it bothers me that. Like at least with movies, I'm not talking about movies though. No, no, no. Let me make this comparison. Oh, okay, got it. With with movies, at least there is a sense 
in the like sort of snooty like uh art art like critic uh film critic like there's ba- there's basically like a, a a more like discerning class of people and the like, critics and and whoever who like approach movies in a way that they like that they're basically able they people are more willing to acknowledge like those that that both of those things need to exist. I feel like with music, when I see something like the Grammys, I don't see a lot of acknowledgement of like we need the independent like underground artists. There's no there's like they just, it's not even brought up. It's just nothing. Yeah, they don't. It's care. like people who like you but know I like would, I, I, maybe you know this is my my caveat. So my caveat is maybe I just I lived in Hollywood and I just don't give a shit anymore about what they they think is like culture um i've just i'm just insanely jaded because i've lived there and now i'm gonna go live la but i'm gonna tell you this like most of those oscars are bought and most of those things you're preaching to the choir i i definitely they're not actually like critiqued it's actually like it's a it's a it's a money making scheme. Like they the the studios it's, pay it's for not, it. It's not it's not uh so a hundred percent everything you're saying is true. Um the that's not the that's not why you uh why you why someone like me who I love movies, it's not why you watch it or whatever. Like sure, sure. The, okay. the okay. campaigning for so you're you're basically talking about this this uh concept of campaigning for Oscars, which, which every major studio does. Yeah. Um and, it, and and we know we know when it happens in Los Angeles because like I said, like everything gets worse. Like traffic. I and think yeah. I will they treat the. Tr- uh, I will speak uh, out of turn. Go I'm going to speak out of turn here in the sense that that I'm not the person to be saying this because I don't live in New York or LA or whatever or Chicago or any of these like more sort Chicago's of like. Chicago's laughable. Epi- it's just LA, LA and and no no. See this is where this York. is you're 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 skipping kind over of. my point already. Sorry, dude. No, I'm Roger not, Ebert. Roger Ebert is from Chicago. No, you're right. Chicago Sun Times. This is like the most famous movie. You're right. Critic of you're all right. Time. You're right. You're right. I'm just saying yeah. that. Like this is anyway. I'm I'm just. Super I'm specifically jaded. pointing ahead, out the go. point that you are trying to make, but you don't know that you're trying to make it. Which no, is, I know I'm trying to make it. I'm trying no, to make no, no. the campaign argument. Like it's like no, it's not. What I'm trying to say is there is a black hole, a cultural black hole that happens in in L.A where people develop this insanely myopic point of view where they think that so whether you're frustrated by it or you're inundated with it you you just do not see beyond the the fog cloud of of Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Yep. Right? So yeah. you for for your case you're frustrated you're like oh these Hollywood people or whatever. The cool thing is when the Oscars ignore like dude this year in the Oscars there are so many non-Hollywood movies. And you know why that is? Because the there's so many movies being made outside of the Hollywood system by like Netflix and Hulu and all these other companies. Yeah, because Atlanta even is like a big shooting ground and a big it's kind of coming. Right, up but a but bit. I'm but but like, yeah, I mean, like Power of the Dog, that movie was made in New so Zealand. Oh fucking good. 
Right. Yeah. So, or Drive My Car. That's a Japanese movie. I haven't like, seen made, it. Is it good? I, saw I think it. it's the best movie of the year. No shit. Um, Dude, I got to yeah. watch it. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, like, there's so many movies, so many films that are being made outside of the system because it's like... Well, that's the, kind of the beauty of... of, of, of our time with streaming services and stuff well we're not it's, we're it's, not beholden to you're watching a massive behemoth of an industry go through the same kind of growing pains the it has experienced industry? other times well no i don't even want to compare it to the music industry in this sense the music industry I think, like, is kind of a turd right now well know? sure but like the movie the movie industry is is going through such crazy growing pains because like there's like like well you have the pandemic. That's a huge factor. Yeah. You yeah, have streaming sure. services. That's another huge factor. You have a, a social media and like, there's just like this vortex of a monoculture where right now it's basically, if you want to get people to go to the movies, you make a comic book movie. That's about it. Yeah, so, for sure. And that's why, that's I why I get Spider-Man really frustrated. Like the top selling box office, you know, Sure, and I'm fine. It. I'm fine with that, but I'm frustrated at people who feel like that means Spider-Man should be the best nominated for Best Picture or whatever. Like, I nope. I, I watch no. it. It's yeah. fine. It's a fine. I haven't movie. seen it. Is it good? It's. I don't know. I'm not the person to ask, but it was fine. I didn't hate watching it. It was. Well, I heard they fine. like called back like Tobey Maguire, and then. I was like, well, why did they do that? And like, and well, you just have to watch the movie. Yeah, I know. And well, Josie kind of explained it to me. It's like it's in, and when he explained it to me, I think we talked about it, and I probably haven't edited that part of the podcast. But and I and I was just like, oh, so it's an endless cash grab. It's an endless cash grab. Okay, got it. It didn't even honestly, it didn't really feel like that. Like that was my favorite part of the movie is when the other Spider Men were in there because I don't like Tom Holland as a Spider Man. I just don't. He just doesn't seem like Spider Man to me. But. Um, who cares whatever that's my own <laughs> you know I mean, this is coming from the guy when we went to spider-man on my birthday and you just went spider-man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did which spider-man was that yeah spider-man i Andrew think it was garfield. an andrew garfield spider-man you were like spider-man <laughs> i was like dude this movie's not bad and you just kept going is that the one where like Coldplay was playing while he was shooting webs on his skateboard yes yes yep yeah that you could yeah you might as well say that's a good movie you know spider-man anyway continue all i'm saying is there are plenty of times like when the oscars nominate real dumb stupid movies oscar bait movies whatever but it's cool when great movies get highlighted i feel like this year a lot of good movies. I've seen all the best picture nomination movies, and I think they're mostly so you're, you're, all good. You're you're saying that like like the movie industry is still not as as shit as the music. I'm industry. not even. I'm not even making that assertion. I, it's you're not even making the that. Get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm just saying, like at the end of the day, like they're still highlighting great movies. Because, and this is, and this is the key, this is the thing, like there's the campaigning and the whatever, right? Which I will, I totally think that stuff is lame, but it is sort of an inevitability of a behemoth of a, of a money making industry that it just becomes that. But ultimately 
the people who make up the academy, which is like this huge swath of different people, whether it's like actors or critics or people in the movie industry, like whatever, they make up this like big group and they are, you know, they're watching, hopefully they're watching all the films and choosing, you know, what they think is good. And, and so it's, you know, it's just fun. It's fun to see, like, there's, dude, there's stuff that's infuriating that, like, dude, I had friends in LA that would watch it. Like it was the Super Bowl. So yes, it is my Super Bowl for sure. I I will, I get excited to watch it. Uh, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I understand. I, I, I I think that, fuck, I wish that's how the music industry was, but it's not. That's what I'm saying. So like. To compare to the Grammys is like hilarious because like oh, the Grammys are the Grammys is such horseshit like and and this is like the 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 argument you're making between the Oscars and the Grammys is essentially that like they're still good flicks they're still inherently like good well acted you know flicks that like actually make the cut you know what I mean like you can still it's still in a, in a sense, a meritocracy. It's still like <laughs> the best fl- films win. You know what I mean? Like it's. Whereas, I, I will whereas, say it's whereas, it's whereas, closer. Here's, here's to my that. argument. Here's my argument to the to, to, to against the Grammys. Just <clears throat> if you can hear me out. Um, yeah, go for it. My argument is that that like the music industry has gotten to a point where it's like it's whatever sells is the best inherently, and that's uh, in my opinion the problem with. American culture right now is like whatever's the most successful is automatically the best because well they were the most successful at it so that makes them you know what I mean it was like the Bill Maher argument when he was talking about Spotify where it's like he was like uh well Spotify was saying you know well actually the top one percent of artists in Spotify are actually the top earners of Spotify and he goes yeah no shit that's because that's the shit that people want to listen to and it's like but that doesn't inherently make it better you know what I mean like just because it makes the most money and just because it's the most popular thing that doesn't necessarily mean and in in if you're an artist or if you have like any sense of artistic brain, because I'm not saying that I'm the best artist. What I'm saying is, is like, there is a difference between good art and just a cash grab, right? You know what I mean? And and that's what I feel like the Grammys have become. And it's there just, is an acknowledgement. You know, same thing like, with sports, you know? Like, so. there is an acknowledgement from, like, the movie, from the critical side of the movie world that yeah. that's how it works. Like, because here's the thing the top grossing movies of the year, which would be Spider-Man, uh, Shang-Chi, Venom, Black Shang-Chi Widow, was Fast and, okay, Fast and was Fur- not, Furious. It should not be in that running. Like no, none of no, those are, no none of those are nominated for, for the Good. prestigious. They shouldn't be. Re- I know. And because there's an acknowledgement of like these, mo- these movies are theme park rides for your entertainment. Right. This is we yeah. we were talking about Martin Scorsese the other day. This was his point. He was saying these movies have a different purpose. Absolutely. But but people took his what he was saying so out of context. Actually, I might have been having this conversation with Jeremy, not you. Yeah, it wasn't me. Um but but, but you I know like he, he got he got so like venerated over this comment he made basically saying like like, you know, they don't make cinema anymore. They're making 
roller coaster rides. I totally agree with this sentiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say you shouldn't enjoy those movies. They just no. have a different purpose. Like, you know. Well, and that's what why, you know, you and I were were I don't know if we argued about it, but I, I said there's a difference between entertainment and music, right? You know what I mean? Like it it, it, it to me at least there should I think there should be a distinction. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like, the, the the problem with the music industry and and with the way music listeners uh, like process music is they don't really have they just have one big bulk music taste. They don't go, yeah, right. but I also, you know, I, and I'm not, this is not everybody. I know there's a lot of different people in, there's in the world. Who, there's nuance. There's yeah. nuance for sure. But I would say overall, the average music listener who listens to like pop radio, they don't also go like, oh, and I also dive in and try to like dig through and find like indie stuff that's cool or whatever. They might. I mean, I I think that Spotify is actually the, good for some of that, that stuff. It can actually be, put you. That used to be like what we did when we were kids. Well, but you know? we were we were deliberately counterculture. The counterculture yeah. is sort of doesn't really exist like it used to. No, it and doesn't. I and I hope I'm saying that. And it doesn't make me sound like an old man yelling at the sun, but I feel like it is true. No, uh, yeah, dude, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, and I agree. Like, I don't want to make the same points because I'm afraid of being accused of being. I don't want to be, you know, like you said, like we were talking about it and you were like, whatever, man, I'd rather be the old guy that like is still trying to hang on to something than the old guy staring at the sun or the old guy like being like, this isn't music. You know what I mean? Like it's it's I want to connect. You know, but I can't because it's so light speed stupid, kind of like NFTs. Like, it's just so dumb to me, you know? Yeah. What is I, popular and what is, what, I, is, what is selling, you know? Right. I just think the <clears throat> best... Here's the thing. I can appreciate pop music when it's good. I me can, too. I just... Like, so Last episode I showed you, I was like, I don't, well, it's probably not pop, but, you know... I can connect. You know, like, <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know that that fits. That's a falls bad example. The, that's a bad example. Yeah. But it, it's it's you know there there are certain pop stars that you know I think that are really good at what they do and and I can and acknowledge too be, when like a hit song like a like the mo you know if a if a super popular song is like I think it's got a cool energy and dude I totally you don't understand. you don't like Burrito Grande but I think Ariana Grande is great I think some of her songs are really good you know I don't even ha- I don't even have a problem with her songs I don't like the tone of her voice so that there's I just I'm out like yeah that's fair that's fair you know but so the, it's the, not even a uh, but all we're doing is giving you giving our listeners an example of like dude we're not fucking ancient we're not you know like yeah. we, we understand I th- it's, yeah it's, I but think I, there is an objectivity to what is good and what is not and i feel like it's just been completely suppressed under the guise of success you know what i mean i like, would i would i would uh edit that not like literally i would i would revise that sentiment to be there's a difference between what is art and what is entertainment agreed and that uh, dude i've been i've been saying the same thing i think the no, gram- no. but that's what i'm okay. saying like objectively good or bad yeah there's not really that well like like and and the line is super fuzzy even with the art and entertainment thing like there it can cross over but it's like like i said when when you go and see a paul thomas anderson movie you will be entertained but you're also understanding that this is being made by a filmmaker who has a you know who's who has a very specific point of view. They're they're there to tell you a specific story. It's not being put together by a boardroom of 
executives who have like, you know, like gone through <laughs> a long period of testing to find out, okay, this is what the audience is looking for from the next installment in this franchise, whatever. Yeah. It's a different thing. You know what no, I mean? So and, and I I totally agree. I think I yeah. think you know, context is key. You know what I mean? I, I think I think in that in that regard, like you and I both like going to like art museums and like looking at art, you probably have a better eye than I do. But, you know, I took you to the Getty, which was, you know, a very basic bitch art museum. There's plenty of others in Los Angeles, but it was so much fun. And I and I and I truly enjoyed it. And but but there's a context to every every piece of art. You know what I mean? And that's art. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't know. It's it's hard to judge, you know. It, it being one it's it, it's just it's just kind of like uh, i don't know i it, it it sounds a lot of the time when i'm talking about this like you said i love that sentiment and i'm going to use it a lot now i'm going to probably abuse it but I'm, i don't want to be an old guy st- shouting at the sun uh-huh. but i also want to be like dude like it's completely unfair and it's completely like tilted to people that are more successful just based on success alone that doesn't mean that your art is better you, you know could, what i mean and and at a certain level you could say the same thing about movies you know no I'm, you like, absolutely could and you, you kind of have to dive I'm in saying, a little I'm, further I, I guess i'm tying us in and i'm just getting yeah, yeah, yeah. getting the whole the whole dynamic and there was the same thing of that like one marxist guy that i like listened to on a podcast and it still reigns true just because it's not making you money, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's inherently like unvaluable as a piece of art or as a piece of like work. You know what I mean? Right. Like it. Like, but we've conflated art with success and art with like what is making you a living or what is making you successful. And I think that that's dangerous. You know, I think that that's we're gonna miss out on a lot of good things. You know. Yeah, this I, isn't I, a new phenomenon by by any stretch of the imagination. So it's just ongoing. But all that to say, to sort of rope it back in. Yeah, please. This do. is why My bad. you know. This is why. <laughs> no, it's 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 cool. I think it's a good conversation. I think it um, is too. And I think. But I get what like you're said, saying. I'm, the, I'm the, just the trying Oscars to. Oscars are your Super Bowl. I like. That's what I took away from it. It's yeah, like and it's, it's your, like I, I think a lot of people watch the Super Bowl even if they don't care about the teams and even if they don't. Oh, you know. dude, and I, and I could get it into it with sports too. It's the same. It's the same dilemma, you know. Um, and sports are, it's 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 all just a gamble, you know. It's all just gambling. Yeah. Um. You know, for sure partisan but anyway thing so a, that's why i'm i'm excited for you know i'm not uh but there, you th- there's do you think drive my car is like the best movie of the year i don't i don't think a, i don't think that's going to be a very popular choice for best picture but but i'm i'm, I'm kind of stoked because i be, keep seeing it in my feed and i'm like i, I was it meaning is to ask you about a it. and uh uh emotional uh, like epic it's like it's like three hours long it's insanely good. It is so rich and it, like. Did we uh, ever? Did we ever discuss Squid Game? Were you? I haven't that? watched it. Really? So we haven't. We haven't discussed it. Wow. Drive my car. 
I've not seen Squid Game, but I am 1,000% sure that these two things could not be more different. No, they're very different. I know they are because you said it was an emotional thing. I mean, yeah, it's a drama, you know, it's a, it's about, it's about like grief and, and, uh, you know, it's about, um, acceptance and yeah, it's an amazing movie. I I think it's just like such a great movie. Um, there's a few movies that, that I'm stoked to watch that and, uh, severance, man. I, both of those, I'm going to, I'm going to get real into it. Yeah, oh, man. I'm I'm yeah. I'm debating whether I should wait on Severance until it's all out, uh, the whole season's out, and then I can. I think you just start watching it. Man. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you just start watching it. Well, dude, I, I got amazing. real depressed, like I said, like last week and the couple couple weeks before when Jerry left. So I, I don't uh, know that it's going to make I, you uh, not I, depressed. No, no. Uh, what I'm what I was getting at is like I just kept watching Ted Lasso. I know it's easy and it's so mm-hmm. simple, but God damn it, dude. Like the optimism, and I love Jason Sudeikis, so I was just like, that dude just makes me happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just was so stoked on that. I got my sister obsessed with that show. I got I got yeah. her an Apple subscription because of it. I was like, I think nice. you'd like this, Kenner, because you're you're kind of like him. You're just real real optimist, <laughs> mystic, yeah. even though like the world is shit. So, oh, I'm getting some feedback and. There we go. Getting a fade by. I just had to move my phone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so to build on that depression, uh, we're to go with my favorite Norma Jean record ever, mm-hmm. which is Anti Mother. Uh, we're gonna go hot take. We're gonna go Viper Snakes actors. Norma Jean. Dang, dude. I don't know why, but this this record, I I fucking love this record. Yeah, me too. I think it's very underrated. Yeah, me too. I think um, it's probably my favorite one. It's so good, and uh, I'm just gonna go with the first track on the record because. All right. I mean, I could go with the whole record because the whole record's really good, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. we're gonna go Viper Snakes actors. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Uh. <laughs>
I love it. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. That's oh, sick. <laughs> I love it. Oh man. That's, that's probably my favorite. So that that is my favorite Norma Jean record, to be to be fair. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um I, I love Meridonial. I love Redeemer. I love I love Oh God. Dude, that that you know what? I haven't really listened to uh the, the one you guys were touring with them with. Uh the one you 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 told me to like actually listen to and I just I just never did. Was it was it what was it? Uh it is called um Did you ever record him or them rather? No, we uh we collaborated on a song. Yeah. Oh, dude, um, with white noise. So that's, I didn't. That's probably I didn't my actually favorite record him. My epic song, honestly. There you go. Corey is probably one of my favorite. Yeah, I would say Corey's probably one of my favorite like hollerers. You know. Oh, dude. That dude is so goddamn good. Yeah, he is unbelievable. Like um, it's it's funny because they went from Scoggin, who is also fucking brilliant. Just different. Does a different thing. Very different. I like, I like but I love Corey in Norma Jean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I yeah. love him in that band. Like it's like it's like oh, you yeah. went from somebody also great to to land on somebody that was also great. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> you know? I'm gonna make the assumption that Josh doesn't listen to this podcast. He uh, definitely does not. I guarantee <laughs> because I know. Do, if I know do, both Skogs. of those guys. What's up, dude? I know both of those guys personally, so I'm not trying to offend anybody. But I do. I like Corey's vocals better. Um, although I, I like them both as people, and have worked with them both. And I probably like Josh better as a person. But they're both very. Here, here's the compromise. Very that weird. I'll, they're I'll, both I'll, very weird dudes. Yeah, for sure. Are they? Okay. Like just yeah, they're just they're just very. Uh, they they could never. It's it's weird because like they're they're so similar in the way that they're like they're both they both feel like islands, you know? Like they're you know, like they it's like they they sort of just exist on their own thing and it's like very frustrating for people around them. Um the wake of those two dudes is is kind of insane. Like if you add up all the members of Norma Jean and the chariot together, it is a crazy amount of people. It's probably like 40 or 50 people, but it's really only two dudes got like bands really. Right. Like it's really only I mean, Corey. You, and you could only... even say it's one branch, right? You know what I mean? Like, and then it becomes two bands. Yeah. It's like out of yeah, a band. Yeah, for sure called Ludacris was the name of the band. Yep, I remember it. Yep. Um yep. and obviously they changed their name because uh the uh, also from Atlanta famous rapper Ludacris could not they could not share the name. So out of that was born all these other, you know, like uh Oh, if Jean. anybody knew that, you know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people like who are Well, in the a scene, lot of people in Atlanta know that, but I'm saying like if if the I would say a lot of people in the majority, south, there's yeah, like a yeah. much bigger scene from like Yeah, for sure. Below the Mason Dixon line, it's a different it's a different world. Yeah. But they also moved they moved away from being like they 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 were basically like white pony era deftones. They had like scratching and they were like new metal essentially. Um so they kind of moved away from that and 
I don't want to get into the history of it. I like both of these and, dudes are my and friends, we don't, and we don't, we, don't, we don't have to talk about Scoggs because we. Here's the deal. I'll, I'll I'll squash it right now. Scoggs, you're fucking fantastic. You make no. Really, this very, is like two very, of the very, best. I know you make very great fucking music, Scoggs, and I'm talking about Josh Scoggin. And if you don't know who Josh Scoggin is, fuck. I him. like that you you've and, given him this nickname, and you yeah, <laughs> you don't know him. <laughs> I don't even know him. Uh, Scoggin, I've been listening to you forever, and uh, and and honestly, like if you don't, if our listeners don't know who Josh Scoggin is, um, fuck you. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, oh. Figure it out. Figure it out, there, Hoss. You got you got you got a fucking Google machine. You can figure it out. Um, but I want to talk about Corey because I really like Corey. And I and I and honestly, um, you know, it was only like one record that Scoggs did with Norma Jean. Norma Jean is Corey. You know what I mean? Like, like that dude is so goddamn good. And when you guys toured with him, and we and I saw you in in Los Angeles, that was so much fucking fun. And that show was so sick. Um, I just gotta say, like, you know, I don't know if there's still like some kind of person that says that norma jean is better with with josh scoggin like i said no disrespect josh scoggin is fantastic he's i just don't think they're the same band so it's hard to they're not and and but i really like what Corey did with norma jean you know what i mean like i i really and it's and this mother or this mother this album like showcases their band for me like that's this was so i got into him at oh god you know Oh God, the aftermath, and Redeemer was a little bit like okay, I'm kind of feeling it, but I was also like really into Under Oath and really into like very basic bitch metal at that time, you know. Um, but when Anti Mother came out, I was hanging out with you a lot, and I remember you just being like, "Dude, this is a really great album. You really need to listen to this." And so I ris- listened to this album like religiously, like I would put it on to go to bed. And I'd like listen to it and listen to it and listen to it. And I was like, man, this is a fucking fantastic album, you know? And I think that's probably because it has like a lot of, uh, you know, nostalgia, I guess, uh, for when I was like an actual touring musician Mm -hmm. and stuff, this album like really connected with me a lot. Um, so I, I totally agree. And especially with, with, uh, I will say like Corey's vocals and stuff like that with, with all that's going on in the world right now and all the depression I've been dealing with, I just needed some metal to just like fucking drive me home. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm angry. I'm pissed off. I'm very like, you know, uncertain about the like outcome and stuff. And this song just kind of connected with me. Well, uh, recently, I, so. yeah, I'm I'm here for it, dude. I I think it's. I mean, I love this song. Mm-hmm. I love I love this yeah. album. I could have picked anyone, honestly, off this album, and it's it's really good. But this was the the. I was just yeah. feeling it. I I agree. I this is my, especially like having some years like distance. Like this is my favorite. You know, uh, Norma Jean record. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Very good, very good live, very good live band. You should see them. Oh, dude. anyway, they're so good. That was such a fun. Experience. I honestly That's think they're I... better live. Honestly, like I, I, I mm-hmm. enjoy them more live. You know, 
Um, yeah, learned a lot from touring with them and was a very, very, very fun experience. And uh, yeah, don't have I don't have any nope nope anything bad to say about it. Thought it was really really fun. So, uh, you wear that cross like a dagger. <laughs> hey, you wear that cross like a crown, bitch. Wear it like a crown. I make funny noises. Funny things. Wear it like a crown. Funny lyrics. You wear that cross like a dagger. Like a crown? <laughs> like a crown? Mm, like a crown? Yeah, dude. That that album has been on rotation lately. Waiting for Vlad to push the button. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right. What you got for me, bruh? I got to figure out how I'm going to get you here. Uh, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm doing a little... I'm doing a little spearmint, spearmentation here. Did you say spearmint? <laughs> spearmentation. Okay. It is almost 4 o'clock in the morning. Okay. So you need to go... Uh, on Spotify. Period. Space. Period. Space. Oh wait. Oh, so like, I'm sorry. I'm period, I'm giving you the code. Space. Period. Space. Oh, I see it. Huh. You see it? Is it popping up for you? Ah, uh, it's Morse code. Jesus. All right. Dude, how do you find this shit? <laughs> Fucking Nate, man. <laughs> All right. Do you find the... And I guarantee you it's going to be awesome. So, I'm like... I can attest, like, this guy knows his shit, so... But I'm just like, fucking A, man. It's hard this, for me to decide... This is why we're best of- friends. Like, I, I literally... It, I, I've decided that this is why we're best friends. Because you actually introduced me to things that, like, I never have known about. Let's go. It's just good to keep people in your life who are, like, excited about that stuff and want to do that stuff, you know? Well, I'm... Consider me... <laughs> consider me excited. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're going to go with... Fucking A, dude. It's all The Morse second code. track, which is dot... Dash, dash dot, dot, dot yeah, dot, gotcha. Dot dash dot dot yeah. number dash, two dash, number dash, two with eighty eight thousand eight hundred forty six thousand one hundred twenty. Correct. All right, Correct. Go. we're gonna we're, we're gonna do this one. I we could do a couple different ones, but I feel like this is the journey I want to take you on right now. I'm down. I just want you to lean back and just go on this trip, dude. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, three, two, one, play.
time when I fully embraced him But now I can hardly face it Face the truth of where I stand on this line Curving up Bringing down what I see as a natural time I hope I can keep up I hope I can keep up It's not a race now to the end of the maze But I see these machines eating up all of our days And I'm pulled both ways To leave it on Morse code for you. <laughs> the old mystic in me wants to believe we Yowza. need all this technology. I mean, I don't have much to say about it. Yeah. Other than, uh, it's kind of like that good. John Luke Pawnee song you did very early in the <laughs> show. Yeah. It's just a little bit of a ride, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so this album is a compilation of like a bunch of artists from a record label called Erase Tapes, uh, which has like Erased Tapes. Erased Tapes. Okay. Um. So actually, if you just if you just search Erased Tapes, this will usually come up. Um as an artist or as a playlist or whatever um and there's a lot of sort of like neo-classical post-rock like Olafur Olafur Arnolds is on that label Nels Fromm is on that label um there's some electronic music the next track uh that would that would play if we let it play to, to the third most popular song it's probably my favorite and it's like totally different genre it's like uh more like like uh electronic music like uh but it's amazing it's so 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 good so it's like the songs are all over the place they're not all the same thing um but this particular song is just like the vibe is crazy yeah you know floating on a yeah i feel um, really spaced out you know yeah yeah and it's just a song that's, it just takes its time, you know? Yeah, it does. It's just really a special kind of song. 
yeah. probably like so. why we missed the 70s even though we never lived through him yeah. yeah the dude definitely has a super 70s sounding voice yeah, for sure um, Dan Folkelberg type for sure yeah super cool yeah yeah it's just like I don't know it's just such a cool it's an album I've been listening to a bunch in the last six months or whatever dude it's um, great I, it would have never been on my radar that's why I love this show you yeah, usually man. you usually dictate what I'm listening to the next like couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, check out the whole record. There probably there's some songs I don't care for on it because they're just some artists I'm you know maybe don't totally vibe with. But most of the stuff on this I, I think is really good, um, and it's all different. So it's not you know it ain't gonna it ain't gonna. It's a crazy discovery, the, man. It was really cool. Dude, Dude, we're vibing it out. You want to kill it? We're done? Uh, yeah, done. I think so. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. And uh, I didn't do that last episode. Shit. You didn't thank people for tuning in? No, I didn't. Well, they're going to turn it off right away. Nobody, nobody tunes it in. <laughs> they're going to literally turn it off. Hey, you crazy cats and ghouls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Hey, such what's a, up? Why did that happen? Anyway, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Bye. I hope we can let go. I